In the final words of the book of Revelation, Jesus himself encourages and gives the readers a warning. Both are sobering. Having read or heard all that John bears witness of, we should be in a frame of mind to heed the words of the Lord Jesus. Today on Drawing Near, we consider these words of Jesus. So I encourage you to take your Bible and to turn to the revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 22, and join me for Jesus is Coming. As we prepare for our study today, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for all that you have done for us in making yourself known, in teaching us your word, in drawing us to faith in Christ, helping us to understand and not only understand, but to live out these truths. Father, on our own, we are lost sheep. We are rebellious, and we are enslaved to sin. But through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we can receive forgiveness of sin and eternal life. Father, we pray that you'll help us to understand these words and to live by them, all for your glory and honor. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Looking at Revelation chapter 22, verses 12 and 13, we read the words of Jesus. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Once again in my translation, these words are printed in red. There are many out there who study God's word who would rather not have their words of Jesus printed in red. And I understand their concern. They would rather determine for themselves which words are the words of Jesus, which words are not. But ever since I was a small child, I've always loved the words written in red because they indicated to me that the Lord Jesus Christ was speaking to me. And so for simply sentimental reasons, I like words printed in red. And so when I see verses 12 and 13, I'm immediately attracted and excited. And so Jesus says, and behold, which is clearly more than just simply asking us or telling us to look or see. It's as if he's making a grand gesture, pointing to something, revealing something that had not been seen before or something new and exciting. He says, behold, I am coming quickly. It has been 2,000 years since these words were printed, and Jesus Christ has not returned yet. The Bible tells us that in the last days, people will mock, saying, From the very beginning, we've been told he's coming back, and he hasn't come back yet. The idea is that in mockery, people will just discount the words of the Lord Jesus. But we should never do that. Quickly is a relative term. Quickly on our timeline is probably not 2,000 years. But Peter tells us that a day with the Lord is as a thousand years. And so when he says, Behold, I am coming quickly, he is speaking on God's timetable, not ours. And so Jesus Christ is coming, and he's coming quickly. And then he tells us, And my reward is with me. First of all, it is amazing to me that we will be rewarded at all. It seems to me to be enough 
that by God's grace, mercy, and love, we have received forgiveness of sin and eternal life through faith in Jesus. And then to be rewarded for all the service that we have done for the Lord is just beyond my comprehension. And yet that's what the Bible teaches. It seems in the scriptures that when we serve the Lord faithfully, we will be rewarded. And that reward will be determined by just how faithfully we have served him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, we're told that we can serve him with works likened to wood, hay, or stubble. These things are cheap and easy and not difficult to come by. Or we can serve him with works likened to gold, silver, precious stone. And the idea is wood, hay, and stubble are consumed by fire where gold, silver, precious stone are not. And our works when we get to heaven are going to be tried by fire. And we're going to be rewarded based on those works that survive the test. You can see much more about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. But here we see Jesus is coming quickly and his reward is coming with him. And he is going to give to everyone according to his work. Verse 13, he tells us again, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I'm he who begins a thing. I'm he who ends it. I am the first and the last and everything in between. I am the totality of everything. These words themselves not only tell us about the eternal existence of the Lord Jesus Christ, but it tells us that he was there in the beginning. He is there at the end. It also tells us that every other force is subject to him. God alone is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. In verse 14, we're told, Blessed are those who do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Here is a beatitude. Those who do the commandments of the Lord Jesus are blessed. We're not told here that those who simply believe and then live any way they want to are blessed, but rather this blessing the blessing of eternal life, access to the tree of life, and entrance into the new Jerusalem. They're associated with obedience. The old song, Trust and Obey, should be listened to. We are also told in verse 15, but outside are dogs, sorcerers, and sexually immoral, and murderers, and idolaters, and whoever loves and practices a lie. We need to see two things here. We are not saved by works. But when we are saved, we are saved from the power of sin and the penalty of sin. Sin no more has dominion over us. And so we can live faithfully, righteously, in a holy way before God. Yes, we will still sin. Yes, we will still fail. But that won't be the character of our lives. That won't be our tendency. And it certainly will not be our desire. So only those who trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and seek to follow him faithfully will have access to the tree of life and to the holy city. Those outside are those who have rejected Jesus Christ and have behaved like dogs, have engaged in all kinds of immorality, and have not sought to live lives holy and righteous before God. Now, second, we need to see something here. I don't believe verse 15 is saying outside of the city there will be people who are lost in their sin. 
I believe what he's talking about is one day those who are saved and go into heaven, go into this new Jerusalem, are those who have trusted Christ. Those who are outside are those who are not saved and have their part in the lake of fire. In verse 16, Jesus says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. Whether or not we believe the testimony of a person depends on the character of the individual. The one who testifies here is the Lord Jesus Christ. He has sent his angel, his messenger, to bear witness to these things. The credibility of the Lord Jesus is beyond reproach. It's impeccable. In other words, we can believe everything that we have read. All that we have read, all that we understand, will come to pass. And Jesus has warned the churches regarding this. Then he tells us that he is the root and offspring of David. In other words, he is the one who fulfills the prophecy. He is the root. He is the offspring. He is the one who will sit on the throne of David forever and ever. He's the bright and morning star. Can you almost hear the words of that old hymn? He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, the fairest of ten thousands to my soul. That's who Jesus is, and we can trust in him. His words are true and faithful. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the root and offspring of David. He's the bright and morning star. He's the head of the churches. He's the Lord and Savior. He's the one who began all things, and he is returning again to end all things and to make all things new. We can trust in him. We can trust in him for our salvation. We can trust in him for our eternal lives. We can trust in him and obey him. He is coming again, and his reward comes with him. Then in verse 17 we read, And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. The Holy Spirit and the New Jerusalem say, Come. And let him who hears these words say, Come. And let him who thirsts, Come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. So Jesus is coming back again, and the Spirit and all those who make up the bride look forward to his coming and cry out to him, Come, Lord Jesus. And those of us who hear these things in our heart should be moved in our hearts to say, Come, Lord Jesus. And then the last part of verse 17 turns that phrase. We too may come. All those who thirst, all those who long for forgiveness of sin and eternal life, we can come. Whoever desires is allowed to take of the water of life freely. But desiring means trusting in Jesus, desiring the Lord Jesus, desiring eternal life over the things of this world and the things of the flesh. We all may come. When Jesus comes back, if we will come to him, we will all come together in the new Jerusalem, in eternity. Jesus is coming again that he may receive us unto himself and that we may be with him for all eternity. Praise the Lord. Our Father in heaven, the lover of our souls, we thank you so much for your astounding love toward us, your graciousness toward us, your mercy that saves us from sin and forgives our sin. 
who laid our sin upon Jesus Christ on the cross so that we through faith in him might be fully pardoned and gain access into the new Jerusalem, the holy city. We thank you for your grand invitation to come to faith in Jesus Christ, for working in our hearts and lives to make these things known. And we thank you, Father, for our faith, faith that saves us and faith that helps us to continue to trust in Jesus and follow him all the days of our lives, even into eternity. We praise you, Father, for your great salvation, for your marvelous gift of your Son. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.